Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Karuna May joining us again as our board-certified health and wellness expert. She's a coach, self-published author, and so much more. Uh, the name of her company, again, it's uh, the Karuna May Coaching and Simple Soulful Health. Uh, she's from Seattle, Washington, but she's worldwide offering so many different programs to help, uh, especially women out there, lose the weight. How are you? I'm doing great, Jill. Thanks for having me back. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit more about yourself before we continue. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. As you mentioned, I'm a board-certified health coach. My specialty is working with women over 40 who feels like they're struggling with extra weight, especially any kind of weight that makes them feel like they're holding back from experiencing all that they want to experience in life. You know, one of the things that I always say is skinnier isn't necessarily better. Thinner isn't necessarily better. What is better is healthier and being able to live more joyfully in your life. So that's my that's my specialty. I'm actually on vacation right now in sunny California, and I was surfing this morning, and I was just so excited to be able to drop my surfboard off and come back and get ready to, to talk to you all. Yay! Well, we're excited to be here. Remind us how we can reach you directly. Absolutely. So you can um, visit my website at simplesoulfulhealth.com. I also have a free guide that I um, am offering to any of the listeners to help them get started if they feel like they need to take some steps right away to start losing weight. Um, They can download my free guide at karunamay.coach. Great. Now, thank you for being here again. We're excited to talk today. What are the four things that you want to talk about? Yeah, so today I just want to go over four of the things that I see over and over again that either hinder women from losing the weight that they want to lose or being as healthy as they want to um, want to be or um, either keeping them from that or facilitating faster weight loss. Um, so... These four things, like I said, I see over and over again with my clients that if you're not paying attention to these four things, it could be one of your major obstacles in in losing the weight that you want to lose. And the first one that I want to talk about is something that we've we've talked a little bit about in some other and one of the other episodes, and that is really figuring out your why. One thing that I see. So often is that women will come to me and they'll say something like, I need to lose X amount of pounds or I really want to be a size blank. And I will always say to them, that's not actually what you want. You think that's what you want, but that's not actually what you want. What I know to be true is that the deeper reason or the deeper motivation for most women wanting to tackle their health and and feel more alive in their body again is to be able to do things in their life that they aren't currently able to do. So, for example, I have a client right now who really wants to be able to ride bikes with her grandkids, and she just physically is not in a place where she can do that. She doesn't trust her body. She doesn't feel good in her body. She doesn't feel like she has the energy. And so we're working together to get her to that point, but she had to really connect with that deeper reason, she came to me saying, I wanted to lose 20 pounds. But what she really wants to do is to have a body that allows her to do the things with her grandkids that she really wants to do. The importance of having that why is so huge because as 
I don't know if you've experienced this, Jill, but I certainly have. Like, if we have a goal of losing weight and we start off on the journey, sometimes it can just get too overwhelming, feel too hard, and it's too easy to quit a goal like, I want to lose 20 pounds. It's much harder to quit on a goal that says, I really want to be able to ride bikes with my grandkids. So really connecting to that deeper, more meaningful why is a huge step that can keep you anchored to what your vision of your life truly is so that when things get hard, when you're thinking, God, I just don't have that pizza or this is too overwhelming or whatever the thought may be, that you can anchor yourself back into that deeper meaning and remind yourself of what it is that you're actually looking for in life. So I always tell my clients to zero in on some of the things in your life that would bring you more joy, but you're not able to do right now at your current weight or in the in the current state of your health. And to really connect with those things and imagine what it would be like to be able to do them and to do them with zest and exuberance and joy and allow those things to be your motivation. And that creates what we call internal motivation versus external motivation, like what a number looks like on the scale. So I hope that makes sense. One, you know, one of my first antidotes is to connect to that deeper meaning of why and those, those activities that you want to do. And then my next tip for anyone who's listening is to really make a plan um, for yourself that allows for the changes that you're making. If you're going to start a diet or you're going to start eating more vegetables, really think about how you can incorporate those changes one at a time. I think maybe it was two podcasts or two episodes ago, we talked about bite-sized pieces and taking your weight loss on in a more of a manageable way so it doesn't send you into overwhelm. And that's kind of what I'm talking about here, is that when you make a plan that allows for one or two changes at a time, then it keeps you feeling like you're successful, first of all. But it also gives you practice to be able to do those one or two things so often or for long enough to where they start to feel easy. They start to feel more natural. You're eating more vegetables and you're not even really having to think about it. You're drinking more water and you're not really eating, even having to remind yourself anymore. So making a plan that, that makes one or two changes at a time, make, doing those changes until they become easy, and then adding a couple more changes is another one of my tips. I love the tips. By the way, just to remind everyone, <laughs> your experience um, Pretty impressive uh, in this field and all your knowledge. And we always love talking to an expert like this because it's good to have credentials, but it's always great to have good testimonials, which we've heard plenty of before as well. So I just want to point out, uh, yeah. I vouch for you. And I, my sister, my sister's looking to lose weight. I told her about you because I, I'm, I got the mom side of the gene where I just, I just don't hate me for it, but I don't, I, I don't eat so well. I don't work out so well. So yeah. I don't have, but my sister has the other genes. So she's yeah. always struggling. And I told her about Karuna May. <laughs> oh, that's yes. wonderful. So she's, she's, Thank well, she, you. I did. No, I'm serious. So we were talking about the other day because we were at, at the pool and she's like, I got to lose weight. And I said, I know. I said, I talked to these great people all the time. I said, you got to check out this girl's website. I said, check her out. I said, because yeah, so I'm just p- promoting you myself because I do like you. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, Jill. Thank you. Okay. I know we love other tips. Go ahead, go ahead. What else do you have yeah, for us? Yeah, well, 
Well, what I was going to say is I love that you bring up the fact that, you know, some of it just comes down to our natural body type. Like, you don't have to try, and you're, what I think I heard you saying is that you're naturally thin. You don't have to try to lose weight. Is that kind of what you were saying? Say it again? Wait, you you broke up. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I said, um, what I thought I heard you saying is that you are, your body type is naturally thin. You don't have to lose weight. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, Mm yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but some of us, like you're pointing out, just don't have that, and I think that's that's another tip that I wasn't planning on putting in here today. But you bring it up; it's one of the biggest tips that I that I bring to my clients' awareness is that you know the diet world tries to make everybody follow the same plan, even if they have a, a different body type. So even if you don't necessarily need to lose weight, but you want to increase your health in some way, your plan would look very different than what your sister's plan would need to look like. So that is a hot tip for sure is to be sure to consider plans that you're um, going to start and, and make sure that it's something that's appropriate for your body type. Don't just join the, the latest fad diet that everyone's, you know, making a big hubbub about. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Thank you for sharing that, Jill, and I really appreciate you vouching for me. That means a lot to me. Oh, thank um, you. What else did you want to share with everyone? Yeah. Yeah, so the second thing that I feel is really important to recognize if you are looking to lose weight is is looking for something that really addresses inflammation and your hormones, especially if you're a woman and especially if you're over 40 years old. If you are trying to do a plan that doesn't include any kind of information, education, knowledge, or adjustment around decreasing inflammation in your body and getting your hormones balanced, then you might be working against yourself. You might, your efforts might just go unnoticed. Um, so choose a plan that is very clear and very obvious about being anti-inflammatory and or hormone balancing, and I guarantee you'll have more response. You'll see more response in your body with less frustration. Um, so if you follow a diet that's made for a 20-year-old body, like, for example, a super high-protein diet, then it may not work out for you the same way that it would work for a 20-year-old body, if that makes sense. Um, uh, and the plan that, that I have my clients, because I specialize in women over 40, this is, this is my niche, this is my world, this is who I am, I'm 49 years old, um, I don't have a body that's naturally thin. I'm Italian, half Italian, and my body just wants to add to it all the time. It's just that's its natural state. And the plan that I've been kind of following for the last several years and the plan that I that I often recommend to my clients is hands down the most effective plan that I've ever come across for women over 40 in order to do what I was just saying, decrease inflammation in the body, balance Hormones like insulin, cortisol, even estrogen, but also some of the other hormones in the body like leptin, which is the hormone that tells your body that you're full and you don't need to eat anymore, and then ghrelin, which is the hormone that tells your your body that you're hungry and it's time to eat again. And some of the plans that are out there that are specifically for hormone balancing can really help you dial those in in a way that... Really, absolutely, I promise you, it, it makes 
the process of losing weight and getting healthier so much less frustrating. So look for a plan that's clear about being anti-inflammatory and hormone balancing. And then also just to remember that there's so many more hormones in the body other than just the big heavy hitters that we often hear about, like estrogen and progesterone and testosterone. Um, I mentioned two of them already, the leptin and the ghrelin. Balancing those two hormones um, can make just a world of difference. Um, One of the things that I remind my clients of all the time is that the endocrine system works as a team. So if one hormone is out of balance, then likely you're dealing with an out-of-balance hormone somewhere else in the body. So make sure you seek out a plan that takes that into consideration and teaches you how to eat and and to how to live in a way that can help balance those hormones and lose, help you lose the weight a lot faster. Awesome. The third thing, if we have time. Do we have of time course we have time. Yep, I, I, we have to take a okay. quick break. So I think it's a perfect time to take a quick break. And then we'll do number three and four. Is that okay with you? Perfect. That sounds great. Awesome. Remind us how we can reach you, sweetheart. Yes website is simplesoulfulhealth.com. You can download my free guide at karunamay.coach. On Facebook, you can find me at karunamaycoaching. And on Instagram, my handle is simpleyetsoulful. Perfect. All right. We'll take a quick one. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you're a woman over 40 who wants to finally lose that extra weight for good, you need to hear this. You don't fail at diets. Diets fail you. You deserve a better way, and I have it for you. I'm Karuna May, and I have a life-changing system that gives you exactly what you need to lose that stubborn weight and keep it off for good. Download my free guide at karunamay.coach to learn what you need to know to drop 10 pounds while leaving diet culture in the dust. That's K-A-R-U-N-A-M-A-Y dot coach. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And there you go, Karuna May. We're live here online with her right now talking uh, about all these amazing tips to help us lose weight. Uh, girls, listen up. Uh, she's an expert in this as a health coach, and she's here today guiding us and giving us some advice and tips which we could all use, and you could share them with your friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we were um, on tip number three. Tip number three, yes, and um, I've been calling this recently, fix your mindset. So one of the things that I specialize in as well is mindset transformation and and how we perceive our body, ourselves, our actions, our choices often is everything. 
And one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is that they enter into a diet or a weight loss plan with this mindset of all or nothing. And there's no blame or there's no judgment here because really culture sets us up for this. Diet culture sets us up and tells us that we have to do everything exactly right or perfect or we've failed. The result of that often is that women will dive headfirst into a diet and the first time they make a choice that's not in alignment with what the diet plan calls for, they immediately fall into failure. And they feel like, oh, God, I did it again. I messed it up again. Why can't I ever do this? I actually am working with a client right now who, in one of our first, very first sessions, she said to me, I always screw it up. I don't know why I'm trying again. I just always fail. And that mindset really sets us up for failure. And so I, one of the things in my program is I teach my clients how to shift from an all-or-nothing mindset into a more long-term, sustainable longevity and, quite honestly, more gracious mindset. Because the truth is nobody wants to, to follow a diet for the rest of their lives. I mean, I think maybe you've seen these memes going around about how if you, if you if science proves that if you take coffee out of your life, you're 80% more likely to be depressed or <laughs> something like that. And what it's pointing towards is if you take all of the things out of life and you just try to eat like food is medicine 100% of the time, it's not sustainable. And life is going to throw things at you. You're going to have birthday parties. You're going to go on vacation. You're going to just get tired every once in a while and not want to cook dinner. It's really, really important to consider the long-term sustainable way of thinking of your health. And so one of the things that I teach my clients is an 80-20 mindset. And what that means is 80% of the time, you're doing all the things. You're eating all the foods that make your, your body feel amazing. You are exercising. You are drinking your water. You are going to bed at a reasonable time. Um, all of those things. But then 20% of the time, you allow yourself some grace. And this, if you plan ahead for it, it can thwart and, and keep you from falling into the I am a failure mindset. Because one of the saddest things to do or to, for me to see is when somebody dives headfirst into a diet plan, they see all this change in their body, they feel really, really successful, and then the diet ends and they go back to the way that they were eating before and the weight just comes rushing back on. And oftentimes, not only do they gain all the weight that they had lost, but often you gain more of it back. And that is just a defeating experience and sets you up for the constant yo-yo experience of, do I do a diet? Is it time to do a diet? Did I do this diet? When am I going to do another diet? And that's just a lot of energy and a lot of attention that we could be pointing towards other parts of our lives, like our loved ones or our next vacation. So building in an 80-20 mindset and really doing your best to avoid the all-or-nothing mindset is a big one. And then the second anecdote or the second tip I have in terms of fixing your mindset is, again, not changing too many things too quickly. If you try to just uproot your life 
and say, okay, I'm not going to eat any gluten, I'm not going to eat any sugar, I'm not going to drink any alcohol, it can often be overwhelming. And too many changes can throw people into overwhelm, and then that's the motivation to make a decision that then makes them feel like they fell off the wagon. So if you just, like I mentioned before, take your changes in bite-sized pieces, do one or two at a time, get really used to them, and then do one or two more, it can help... Uh, it can help you create a more sustainable plan, but also it can help keep you out of overwhelm. And then the last big thing that I want to talk about in this for today is the fourth tip is to become the changes that you are making. And I often say this, and what I mean by this is that you can make a change for example, you can decide that you're going to drink more water, let's just say. And you can buy your water bottle that has the ounces and maybe it even has like affirmations on the water bottle like, oh, you're halfway there or drink up, it's noon. Um, there's a lot of those really nifty water bottles out there like that. You can make that decision and that can be a change that you make. But until you become a woman who drinks water from the moment you wake up until a certain amount of time before you go to bed, you become a woman who drinks water first. You become a woman who chooses water over soda, for example. That's an example of becoming the changes that you make. So the energy that you're spending on having to look at that water bottle to tell you whether or not you've had enough water starts to go away because you just become the woman that drinks water. You become more in touch with the messages from your body that's telling you that you're thirsty. You are more willing to just choose water than to choose a juice or a soda or anything like that. So becoming the changes that you're making, and um, one of the biggest mistakes is trying to change what you eat without changing why you eat it. And that goes back, it loops us back to our very first tip from today, and that is to really get connected to your meaningful why. So when you decide to change what you're eating, change your perspective on why you're eating it. I think I, in one of the other shows I shared with you that I'm Italian and I grew up with the concept of, like, if you're happy, you eat. If you're sad, you eat. If you're stressed out, you eat. If you're celebrating, you uh-huh. eat. <laughs> right? And my own, in my own journey, I really had to get down to the nugget of why I wanted to change that eating pattern. And, for example, not eating pasta as often anymore. I mean, my whole world for many, many years around and around pasta And I could just choose to get rid of pasta, but that didn't last very long. I really had to get down to why I wanted to change my relationship, not only with pasta, but to change my relationship with food. Maybe not consider it as the end-all, be-all for my emotions. I had to basically stop eating my feelings. And I wonder if there's a lot of women out there that can relate to that. Thank you. I'm, I'm a big believer in water. And my sister started, she has that jug with a handle. I think it's like a gallon jug. She got it at the dollar store, actually. And she's been filling it up. And she, you know, you know she started. Then we went on vacation in May. So she stopped. And that you know, triggers us, you know, those yeah. vacations, these summer barbecues, these, you know, yeah. and then we always make an excuse. Oh, it's just one day. It's just the barbecue. It's just the party. And then, you know, the next day you feel like 
hell and you just continue and it just oh one more day of eating like this and then it turns into another day and it's just like it's like a depressing right. thing that happens to to our bodies that's right. right that's right that's right and and one of the things and why I kept bringing up the word grace and being gracious with yourself is that when you understand that that's going to happen and you don't you don't do you don't shame yourself for it and you don't indulge in it like what you said don't let one day become two days. Don't let a vacation experience become the next month or the next three months of your choices. You have to learn how to, my coach actually taught me this and it changed my life. He said, learn how to fail quickly and move on. And it was life-changing for me because, you know, if you if you make a decision and you feel like what you said, if you feel like hell in your body and you're like, oh gosh, when am I going to learn that pizza kills me? Um, if you spend too much time dwelling on it, it's just going to perpetuate you making another choice that perpetuates you feeling like hell. When you can fail quickly and be like, okay, that happened, back to the plan and move on, it frees you from all of that guilt and it gets you back on track much faster. Yeah, it does. Well, thank you so much for this enlightenment. Uh, how did you want to kind of sum up for today? Yeah, I would say that if you are a woman over 40, Really pay attention to these things. Download my guide. Read through it. It has a lot of great information in there to get you started. These four things are cornerstones of my program, Revive and Thrive. And in this program, we talk about all the things that we've talked about today, plus so much more. We talk about self-sabotage. I teach you how to clean your liver. I teach you how to focus your, your eating plan in a conscious way and in a way that does address inflammation and hormone balancing. And it's a real from start to finish experience that will transform not only your body, but the intention is to transform how you see yourself and how you eat for yourself for the rest of your life so that you can avoid the yo-yo diet effect and you can free yourself from the constant worry of, I really need to lose weight or I really need to address my health. This is something, you know, that is so near and dear to every single one of us because we all have a body. We're all getting older. It's coming for all of us. Nobody gets out of this alive, you know. And so really celebrating this incredible body that you have for the miracle that it is and remembering that your body is what gives you the opportunity to experience everything that life gives you. And so being able to really take care of it in a way that is gracious, take care of it in a way that makes sense for your body, and also, quite honestly, take care of it in a way that makes you feel beautiful and sexy and exuberant and energized and awesome again. There's just really nothing like it. So if you're a woman over 40 and you're looking for help for that, then please, please, please go to my website check me out, send me a a DM. You can actually apply for my program right there on my website at simplesoulfulhealth.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us, and looking forward to the next conversation. Karuna May, you're awesome. (laughs) Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much for your... Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. Put your seatbelt on. Not the 
try to break your will, they'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.